Things around here have been changing. And like life, we've come to a crossroad, a turning point, a new beginning. We begin a wild ride live tonight. Oh my God, it's Kevin Nash. Look what he did here. The new co-general manager of Raw. We've come to a place where decisions must be made. Where actions will affect all who are around us. But of course, with change comes opposition. Never, ever underestimate Chris Jericho and those who fear what they might not rule. You do not want to run up against me. Those who are afraid of what they cannot control. You and I are co-general managers. The emphasis is on co. Can the foundation of all which we believe withstand the turn of the tides? Let's stop wasting time. I say let's do this right now. I'm still standing. You're a dead man. I am trying extremely hard not to lose my temper. It is impossible to halt progress. An insurrection is taking place. This change is upon us. Oh, we can settle this like men. And sometimes change is good. Ruthless aggression. It's my life, my time, my rights, my rhymes, my grind, my struggle, hustle, sweat, and my blood too. A red and smell sphere. I smell a lot. My competitors flex here. They smoked, I was hot. I want it all. Excess, the sex, much success. Stress us. I want it all, no less. So come on. Insurrection. How are you, Pet? And welcome to the Rufus Aggression Era podcast. That's terrible, isn't it? <laughs> the only place where we decide for a dictator era that rose out of the ashes of attitude and delivered a pay-per-view where fish and chips get one of the biggest pots of the night. As today, it is time for another trip across the pond. We're over at the Telewest Arena in good old Geordie Land as it's time for Insurrection 2003. As always, I'm your host Dave, and joining me, the boys are back in town. It's like 3 MB and what we're having courageous as a group called 3 Count, 3 Count. All rolled up into one. As I'm joined by Christian Jennings and Michael Rag. Gentlemen, how are we? Are we looking forward to it tonight? How are you, Pet? I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here! <laughs> Telly West Arena. The Telly West Arena. Okay, that's a bottom of the Remember Telly West? It was like if we didn't have Sky. Yeah, it was a cheap version. It was a cheap version. cable. It didn't have Sky, but they took a black box on top of your telly. And you can't know it was sponsored by it. They were sponsored by it. And then it turned into NTM. Yes. And then it turned into Satanta. Yes. And then during that time, it was also known as ITV Digital. Satanta Sports is still a thing. Like when I illegally watch football online, Satanta <laughs> Sports is one of the streams that I always find. I didn't know it was know. still there. Can we? Uh, well, that's uh, that's just um, it's the Virgin. Do you know what is now known as Virgin? Yeah. So that's from your cable. You're not from your dish, from your cable. It's all the the steps back to the old cable and wireless telewest. Oh my god! Back in the day. I'm just learning something new. <laughs> you always learn. I love this podcast. <laughs> it's always educational for you, Video package opening. We see the cobbled streets of Newcastle. Things around here are changing, and we see a video package of all the main storylines across Raw over the last month. Are you sure it was Newcastle? Though? I am. Because there weren't many flags passed out. 
And there weren't many people with like drawn on eyebrows. <laughs> there weren't just like uh, arms moving around everywhere. Oh, and half eaten Donna Kebab from three weeks ago. I'm <laughs> corner. Oh, Newcastle, you're getting it. Newcastle. Oh, no, 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 no. Offence all around, you're yeah. getting it today, Newcastle. How we a pet. So, Pyro City to start. Staging, what did you think? I, for me, it was like a, they, they just took two raw Titan Trons and just put a big fucking X Factor X in. X Factor, where's X Pack on this pay per view? It reminded me of the X Factor, but well, that big X represented the big X you get when you shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All the way for the show. Yeah. That's See? what they should have had. The commentator should have had both. Yeah. <laughs> You'd never stop hearing the <laughs> all that though. No, that, that is true. That is true. Um, your hosts, so we're live, as I say, from the Telly West Arena. 10,000 people there or thereabouts in attendance. Your hosts, as always, are Ant and Deck. Um, <laughs> 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 on the side of the, the crowd set out of deck 316 yes let's speak about these crowd signs uh, a few that I picked up on me had Triple H's God uh, I saw my ass hurts I saw what said uh, Triple H's Hogan's bitch Triple H's Hogan's bitch obviously the out of deck 316 which is beautiful sign LARP is gay come on everyone LARP is it's live action role play and I want to know who Debs is because for yes. 99% of that pay-per-view, someone was stood directly opposite the hard camera with a fucking white sign with an arrow saying Debs. The fuck's Debs? <laughs> we don't see her throughout <laughs> the show. I like it whenever you see a face. The face signs. Just somebody's random face. Just someone's face. random face, yeah. Isn't it? It's the John Cena meme, isn't it? Where yeah. <laughs> that someone made that into a, into a sign. Uh, so our opening match then, it is women's title time. Jazz with a sexy little, I'd love to have sex to that music. If my missus is listening to this, <laughs> next time we get injured again, bit of jazz is, <laughs> love it, love it. Against uh, Tristratus, uh, Jerry straight away, puppies, 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 puppies. Now, I don't know if you... I agree with you, I agree with you. I don't know if you saw, but only Magic, I think it was the second episode of Raw, it was a woman's triple threat. So we had the, I think it was Trish, that, no it wasn't, because Trish is always the main event. Whoever came out first on Trish's team, Jerry went, puppies! And then the next one comes up, more puppies! And then the next one comes out and went, JR, it's a plethora of puppies! <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jerry pipes up that he don't know if Trish's boobs are trying to get in or trying to get out. Trish River! Oh, JR, I don't know if those puppies are outside trying to get in or inside trying to get out! I thought the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Opening match then for a, a British pay-per-view. We've only ever done one before the Rebellion and that was a big steaming pile of donkey ass. Well, and to be fair, you've got to get the women. The women have got to be involved, obviously. But me, personally, if I was going to open up a pay-per-view and it was in Newcastle, of all places, I wouldn't have had two females. You've had Adrian Neville versus Raoul Mort in a <laughs> battle to the death. Special, no, a special guest referee, Paul Gascoigne, and he's got a can of beer and a fishing rod and a bag of bread. Do you know for oh, a bit of chicken? He had a bit of chicken, a bit of bread, and a couple of beers and a fishing rod. And I always remember it all come out afterwards. Do you know if people listening to this thinking, what are they going on about? Ramo basically was quite an evil man a few years back in England where he, he shot and killed uh, a police officer. Didn't he get, no, he blinded a police officer. He killed his uh, ex girlfriend's partner and shot his ex-girlfriend in the stomach and then it was there was a standoff for a couple of days in a field with Ramo and a copper with guns fired at each other 
Not Paul Gascoigne, who's one of English, England's greatest ever football midfielders. Um, he's had a, a bit of a battle with the uh, demons, let's say. Let's say. Uh, and during this standoff, the day two day standoff, he appeared on real radio in Newcastle. Uh, he was absolutely fucking steaming. And he said that he knew Raul Moltra back in the day, because when he used to play for Newcastle, Raul Moltra a bouncer back in the day in Newcastle. And he, and he, he couldn't go and have a chat with him. And out of all the people, out of all the police officers that there, trying to talk him down and stuff, Paul Gascoigne, in his head, believed he was the one to get Ramo to hand himself in. So live on radio, pissed as a fart. I know Ramo. I'm going to go and have a chat with him. I've got a fishing rod. We can go and catch a bit of fish. I know he's hungry, so I've bought him a beer chicken. And I've got four tins in my bag and all, so we can have a beer. If they'd let me through, I'll have a chat with him. So radio presenter's going, and Paul, where are you now? He goes, oh, I'm way out I'm right on the fucking, I can see where all the police have been. So he drove from his house, pissed as a fart. Gaz didn't know he were. Gaz had never met him. <laughs> pissed as a fart. He drove to fucking this field from his house with a fishing rod, a bit of chicken, and four tins. And he wanted to do Britain's saviour. <laughs> this two-day ho um, hostile situation come to an end by catching a few tiddlies and having a beer. <laughs> and he never fucking knew it. He didn't even know he was just pissed. Absolutely fucking brilliant. So back to intonation. Teddy Long, he gets on the mic. Take a look. And the baddest women's champion in the history of the WWE. Well, let me tell everybody just how this is done. You feel me? Theodore wants to speak. Take a look at the baddest women's champion in the history of the WWE. You feel me? You might be right. So right now, I want everybody to stand up and give the bitches black the latest world champion right here, Jazz, a standing ovation. Stand up and give the bitches black the latest world champion right here, Jazz, a standing ovation. The bi the bi so the bitches black is her nickname. So we've got the heartbreak kid, Shawn Michaels. The next big thing, Brock Lesnar. The next big thing, Brock Lesnar. And the bitches black, Jazz. I don't know where they're going with that. Well, I know where they're going with that, but it's like they could have thing. Yeah, they could have thought of something else. It's purely because of the colour. Right, it was it, at first it was the bitch is black and the bitch is black, but now they've just gone to the bitch is black. Like mm. it could just be jazz. I don't know. Like, the bitch jazz. Yeah, the <laughs> bitch jazz. <laughs> the black bitch. Jazz. <laughs> Can you imagine Paul Heyman coming down going, "Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Paul Heyman." And I am the advocate for the reigning, defending, undisputed women's champion, the Black Bitch! Yes! <laughs> Could you imagine the internet? Could you imagine? Twitter, you try and go on Twitter and it got this website, it's not available right now. So we get into the match then straight away we want puppies chant from the crowd. Uh, Teddy Long, he trips Trish up on the floor. He still can't get over that. <laughs> this is going to be in the website exclusive service. <laughs> 
Uh, Teddy Long, he took Trish up on the floor, allowing Jazz to hotshot Trish. <laughs> Trish comes back with her first press and avoids a charge. Comport yourself, Christian. Uh, Trish, your schoolboy Jazz for two. Uh, Jazz comes back and puts Trish in the Boston Crab. As JR wonders whether or not Jazz knows her way around the kitchen. All of us should. <laughs> Get out of that on bar and make him a sandwich. <laughs> 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 oh, <laughs> Trish shoots the stratosphere for a two. This leads to a chick kick, chick kick for another two. Struggling <laughs> <laughs> with it. Uh, Jazz, she blocks the stratisfaction, it's a backdrop. Uh, <laughs> you're finding puns in every line! Trish, she powers out of a Boston Crab and reverses it into one of her own. And then she segues into a. Fucking you can't see me, Nikki Bella STF. Awful. Jivan, how was man Well, John Cena's <laughs> push away, tension arms, and make noises. <laughs> but Victoria, as Trisha's got jazz in the STF, she runs down and tries to get in the ring. So the distraction and it allows Teddy Long to sneak in, toss Trish into the ring post, uh, but even though Teddy's like a foot away from when he releases Trish into the ring post, yeah. he sneaks back out. Jazz covers for the win in 9 minutes 45 seconds. Two referees in tow. Hey, 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 Theodore Long. Oh, oh my goodness, Long just with a behind the referee's back just threw Trish shoulder first into that steel ring post. Trish's shoulder may be separated. Oh, no, 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 Fucking ten minutes for the women. I had to sit through four weeks a row. Four weeks of Raw's women's matches. And not combined did we get ten minutes. Fucking England, England, England. Love it. Only in context. So long was the inspiration for Ellsworth then? Very much. I always noticed though with the Teddy Long, his, his, his suits are far too big for him. Mm. Always. I don't know, yeah. is, is that meant to be some sort of like a gimmick? Gotta be honest. Maybe it's a Vince running joke. Vince found the over fucking size suit for Teddy Long. Kevin, Kevin, I got an idea, Kevin. There you And it's just Vince is Vince is at home. His search, his browser's up, and he's got sable nude, and he's got oversized suits for little black men. There you are, Mister Peanut. I'm telling you. Do you remember Joanna Homer Simpson, that episode where he wants to work from home so he has to get a certain weight and he goes to that specialist store for fat fucks? So did he get any of his from? <laughs> I'm telling you now. Uh, JR, we cut to JR and he's pissed at Teddy for putting his hands on Trish. I the audacity of Theodore Long. How dare him put his hands, how dare him put his hands on Trish. How dare he? I don't like it one bit. <laughs> That bit with JR when he says, How dare you? That <laughs> proper reminds me of Max and Paddy. How dare you? And for people who aren't familiar, if you're in America or Australia or wherever you are, uh, Max and Paddy. CJ covers all yeah, the. Yeah, yeah. CJ <laughs> likes to cover all the areas that potentially might be seen. If you're in America, Australia, Chat China. Just like the WWE. Just like the WWE, Finland. So we're live tonight from Belfast, 
Finland, Uzbekistan, Azerbaijan. It's like, oh, cheers, Jay, because I've never heard them fucking places. So but. for people who aren't familiar, Max and Paddy was a TV programme on Channel 4. It's a comedy... Comedic TV series, like two seasons worth, with Peter Kay and Paddy McGuinness. And it was, uh, it was brilliant. It was quite funny. Who do? Quite funny. Um, so up next, we get a recap of Christian Robin Bookerty and the resurrection of the Intercontinental I, title. I honestly don't think I can get through this this bit. The Christian and Booker T match. I don't think I can. I'm gonna. Don't <laughs> gonna set me off again. All right. So, what do you reckon to uh, Christian's new hairdo? Seven hundred dollars that cost, apparently. Seven hundred dollars. Seven hundred dollars. That was fucking free. <laughs> <laughs> people gave me five hundred pounds for mine. We must say, even though people can't see him, this isn't a visual thing. But Michael has got a lot less hair than the last time we recorded together. Oh, I was going bald, so I decided, fuck it, I'm going to raise some money for charity, all for good cause, and shave the lot off. And you raised how much? Uh, just under £500. Well done, Western Park. Yeah. Western Park Cancer Charity, and um, obviously a big charity, especially for all those Peter Sheffielders. It's biggest, for me personally, Sheffield is one of the biggest charities yeah. in Sheffield, so fair fucking place on. Bravo, well dear. Done, mate, yeah. Well done. Um, so I'd say we get a recap of the Christian feud. It is time for our next match, it is the Intercontinental title. It is Christian versus Booker T. Look out! Oh, the count! Oh, oh, the oh, oh, man! And that's it! That's it! Booker T has become the Intercontinental Champion! What the hell is Christian doing? Oh! Oh, come on! Oh, what a cheap, heinous shot that was! Booker T knocked down with our new Intercontinental title belt. What the hell's the meaning of this? Christian's been eliminated. Booker T's the new champion. Wait a minute, the referee's calling for the bell? Wait a minute. How in the hell can that be? Christian doesn't deserve to be the Intercontinental Champion the way he won this match. I am a new man. You see, I am the new Intercontinental Champion. Let me tell you this, Booker T is going to take that Intercontinental Championship. Booker T's a good kid. He's got a big future in front of him, but he's just not championship material. See what you got? Title belt. Oh yeah, all courtesy. But a check catch. Sucker trash. Never loony. Spin a Rooney. Diamond jamming. Future. First time. Intercontinental champ. Booker T, the man that was screwed out of the Intercontinental title. And Judgment Day! What is he doing out here now? Booker T is on fire here! Booker T knows he was wrong! There's no doubt in my mind what's on the mind of Booker T! And that's getting in the ring someplace, sometime with Christian and becoming the, the Intercontinental Champion! Now can you think that? Sucker! Can you dig it, sucker? immediately starts with guess what JR did you know Booker's been in prison <laughs> uh, so we get let's, let's run through a few of the best ones we get you know when you're from a rough housing estate don't you <laughs> when there's nine police officers on your street and there's no donut shop <laughs> <laughs> they don't know what dreadlocks are they don't this is a dead fucking porcupine <laughs> do you know what I like about Christian he's no, not he's been in prison <laughs> 
Do you know Booker T's grandma? <laughs> Did you know that she knitted Booker T a bulletproof fucking jumper? <laughs> I love it. God, yeah, but this is this is the bad. This is bad. Like it's two thousand and three. You're like, you can get. They could get away with this. Racial. You could say yeah, It's proper like racism. It's, it's bad. It's, it's bad. So the match itself. Uh, Booker, he starts to clothesline Christian over the top, prompting Ross to say that Booker should be ahead on points. I didn't realise we were scoring. Uh, Booker then he grabs a headlock and he catapults Christian into the corner, but Christian goes to the eyes and snaps Booker's neck on the top rope. Uh, we get an English reference as JR says, Christian, or Jenny says Christ, um, Christian should have got yellow carded for that, and JR pumps in, no, it should have been a red card. Love it. Uh, Booker, he elbows out of a chin lock and he misses the side kick and falls to the floor. Uh, back in, Christian, he comes off the top, hits button, but Booker hits him with a flying kick straight to the mush. Beautiful spot there with the back heel kick as he's jumping off the top. Absolutely beautiful. Um, it's a flying forearm for two, a side kick gets another two. Uh, Christian, he gets two off the reverse DDT, but Booker rolls him up for another two count. Uh, the slapjack, the slapjack, <laughs> the flapjack, he sets up a spinner rooney. Uh, Booker though he gets knocked to the apron but he still managed to hit the scissor kick uh, which was in one of them again where Christian was just bent over for ages that's the worst thing I hear about the scissor it, kick yeah. you just want to wait for it and because it's not just a run to ropes and kick Booker gives a little bit of theatrics into it as well you are waiting so long for him just to fucking kick me head man <laughs> uh, Christian though he bounces off the ropes and into the ref uh, Booker he gets a two off the missile drop kick Christian he avoids another scissor kick reverses the roll up Grabs a handful of ropes for the victory in around 15 minutes. Hmm. Christian! He, I'll, I'll say this early, mate. Like, Christian is my favourite heel wrestler. Without a doubt, Christian is the best heel wrestler at the moment on the card. Uh, obviously, no, you've got, you got, I know you've got, you've got, you've got Alan. No one's a better heel than Alan. The thing is, he's not funny, though. Triple H isn't funny. He's not a funny heel, whereas Christian, he can be quite funny. And get you know a couple of cheap cheap laughs. Like he can take the piss out of himself a little bit. And uh, I'm loving this new little run he's got of just being a complete dick. Dickhead. Yeah, yeah. that's it. His new run is my gimmick is I'm a dickhead. Yeah. And I'm gonna be this new 2.0 rock. Yeah. But I, as, I, as I mentioned when I was covering the Raw Smackdowns, I had an idea. So we've got Christian, who wants to be the new People's Champion. We've got the People's Champion, the Rock. But if you're also a fan of WCW from 1998, we've also got People's Champion DDP. Yeah. So let's have the People's Championship. Christian <laughs> versus The Rock. DDP special referee. The winner gets the people. What era though? Fucking 993, because a football era. I'm making it up as I go along. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but if we're going to... Now. Now. Right, 2018. No, 2003, you dick. Oh, <laughs> well, 2003. <laughs> I'd say The Rock wins it. Oh, fucking... Oh, you're asking who's booking it, isn't it? Who fuck off DDP, RKO's and Wolf and fucks off and say, I'm going to do some yoga. Yeah, but The Rock, the rock would win because he's more, he's more over well, of course it he this would. time. Of course he would. Uh, course but if it was 1998, it would probably be DDP who wins Yeah. Christian hasn't got a say in it whatsoever. He's never going to win it. No, 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 no. Uh, we then go backstage. Stone Cold, bumps into Teddy Long. Bless those journeys. Could they fuckers like keep up with Austin? Now, I was trying to work out, I was putting myself in two minds. Was it that this um, segment in Austin's mind wasn't designed to be worded around what chance? Or, the Jordy just couldn't keep up? Jordy couldn't keep up. Yeah, how are you, Ted? What? I don't know. 
I know it's, it's one of those was it or was it not? Mm. It, it could be that because the way that Austin was speaking, he was speaking quite fast. Well, he says, he goes, "You're pathetic. You think I'm not going to see it? I'm a blind. I'm a deaf. I'm a dumb. I'm a stupid. I'm a liar. You calling me a liar?" So there just weren't enough time. I don't think for him to go what. And there were there were pockets of the crowd that were trying the hardest to do the what's and to keep up. Well, I just don't know whether that segment, because obviously Austin's got it all in the back pocket for the one pint, two pint, three pints in the bit. Yeah. So maybe... I don't know, maybe maybe he thought... No, I just don't know. I don't know with that one. It seemed to me like the crowd, if you picked up on the crowd, got bored halfway through yeah. watching the video screen. The crowds... Like, People like to go down the beach ball. Yeah, they got distracted by something, and the next thing you know, they're cheering at... Oh, well, wait a minute, we are in Newcastle, right? So probably somebody... Somebody threw a kebab in there! Yeah. <laughs> they were probably fighting. Yeah, so I found a chilli sauce! Hey! Teddy says, did you see that, Mr. Austin? I didn't call you a player. But he's not because you're not black, Steve, that's why. You're <laughs> a bald-headed white man. Well, if you was going to take it as like real, completely 100% real life, it was 2003, Austin would be portrayed as a redneck who are racist towards black people. No, but he's just portrayed as a redneck who used to beat his wife up. It's like a proper redneck. Philip here. Smacks his missus. So, like, it's, it's sort of a story within a story. Like, I, I understand where yeah, the black thing's coming from. I understand where yeah. it's coming from. But it, for me, it didn't and won't ever work. So, Steve Austin, though, he said that he saw Teddy Long interfere in the match between uh, Jazz and Trish, and he puts Teddy in a six man. So tonight, instead of just being Steve and Bubba Ray versus that black guy and his white mate, it is going to be that black guy, his black boss, and their white pal against all three members of the Dudley Boys. We are going to see the in-ring debut of one Theodore Long. So, like, the only guy that Theodore Long's got a chance against is Spike Dudley, yeah. really, uh, because I've had shits bigger than Theodore Long. Yeah. He's quite a skinny mess, isn't he? Yes. I'm looking forward to it though. Like he's that's the reason why you want to see a heel get beaten up. You want to see a heel get beaten up, and they've done the right thing there. Give some of the crowd something to chant about. No, no, definitely. I totally agree. I totally agree. Uh, Kane then he walks by, and presumably because you can't see him with a mask, scowls at Austin. <laughs> you don't know. It could be like <laughs> sticking tongue out or anything. You don't know. Um, and then people's Austin goes. You got a problem with me? Give me a hug. <laughs> Uh, so it's time for our next match, and before that we get a recap, because last night on Sky Sports, what? We are on Saturday night, and obviously in 2003, Sky Sports presented Monday Night Raw on a Friday at 10pm, I believe it was. So obviously you had the Raw that happened on a Monday in America, and it was up to you whether you could uh, stay away. Imagine these days that the spoilers are there by a second. So yeah. people used to have to stay away and then to watch Raw in England, it'd be Friday night, 10 o'clock. You know, the penny has just dropped now because now, when I was watching Raw and Smackdown at this point, I now remember. Watching it on a Friday and Saturday yeah. morning. Watching Friday night and watching Saturday morning Saturday Smackdown. Smackdown. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, fucking hell, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I've become so accustomed to it being every Monday night. Yeah, that's it. Like for yeah, think of SmackDown. I think the last five years of SmackDown, it's been on a Tuesday, it's been on a Thursday, it's been on a Friday, back to Tuesday, back to Thursday, back to Tuesday again. 
Fucking just have it on the same day. Fuck it. Raw finishes. Bang! Smackdown starts. I think the, I think the only the only mistake that WWE are making right now in 2018 is Smackdown Raw should be on the WWE Network. Oh, yeah. yeah, but that that's only because yeah, of Sky. That's Sky, so that's USA. Sky. That's that's the big multi-billion-dollar deal. Well, probably not billion, but multi-million-pound deals that they've got with you. Yeah, but I, me as a consumer and as a fan, I'm paying nine ninety-nine a month, and I'm not getting to see the two weekly episodes. But if you're episodes. if you're a consumer that's a fan who doesn't get Sky Sports for football or rugby or cricket or anything else like that, and you're getting it purely for wrestling, why would Sky allow that custom base to go? Yeah, you sort of right there. Yeah. Because there, there will be people that will specifically order and buy Sky Sports every month purely for Orange Man. Yeah. It won't be anywhere near as much as it used to be. Oh, no. Not at all. But I, I imagine there still is. Because don't get me wrong, there's all your websites you can watch Rose afterwards and stuff like that the day after. And some, well, there's, well, there's a lot of websites that show you live streams of Raw and stuff if you look hard enough. But I, was, I still firmly there is a big pocket of people. I don't. I think that's why they got. They will quickly just easily allow it to go. To so network. like old people. Yeah, probably like old that, generation. With the grandkids. Yeah, probably it, old yeah. generation. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I sort of agree with that. I just uh, still like. I don't know. So then it is time for our next match. It is the Raw Tag Team Titles. It's Rob Van Dam and Kane versus our very own two bell ending chip shirts, Sylvain Grande and Rene Dupree. Well, today they're wearing. It's two bellends. It's two bellends. No, it's two bellends in quite nice clothes. They are. Yeah, yeah. they're two bellends in quite nice jackets. Those things were on fashion files. They was. They would. They would approve. I think. <laughs> yeah, they'd approve. And um, dissension already. So we've seen. We are in the middle of June, as insurrection is, and this is the month of the breakup of Rob Van Dam and Kane. RVD went up against uh, Rene Dupree. Uh, Silver Arms at the end interfered. They battered RVD. No cane. No cane come out to save him. No. Where's my friend? No friend. So then, RVD sees Kane backstage. What the fuck, man? Have you got a light? I need to light a split. Um, and Kane just looks at him. He gives him that look. Not even, he goes, he just looks at him. And then, we go on a little bit later to where we are now. So, are RVD and Kane still united as one? Are they KVD? Are they... Rain. <laughs> I don't know what I'm trying to get. <laughs> Rain. Dwayne. 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 <laughs> uh, so yeah, there's a dissension. Probably the most overrun wrestling gimmick of all gimmicks. What is up with Vince and not allowing a tag team to, to last longer than a month, two months, three months before? We've got to get dissension, we've got to get him split. Good question. Good question. I've always wondered that. He doesn't like longevity of tag teams. He fucking despises it. He can't wait the minute. It's like Vince looks at a tag team and by the minute he's put them together, he's already worked out when he's going to split them up. Yeah. Maybe some of the tag teams, like, okay, there's only a, a select few people that, like, who are in tag teams that can stay together. Yeah. So, like, the Usos. Yeah. You, you know for a fact you split them up, it's never. Oh, it's gonna dead, win. isn't it? It's dead in the water. The Dudley boys. Yeah. Man Jeff Hardy. Oh. To an extent, yeah, to an extent. Edge and Christian, to an extent. Yeah. Like, to an extent, but then there's tag teams like Seamus and Cesaro straight away. You American could Alpha. You could put American Alpha. Mm. You know, this, but there's other tag teams that you Well, look, Gable on his own. I could never see Gable as a singles guy. He just doesn't, unless he's on 205 or something along those lines, looking like a Paul <coughs> London Spanky-esque type of I don't think I don't think Gable gets the recognition he should, he should have. Oh, he's a cracking wrestler. He gets, he's getting put with somebody like Shelton Benjamin, which is good. Shelton Benjamin's a fucking amazing athlete, but 
they um, every time they've not they've been on a losing streak for God knows how long, and they get put in battle roles that they shouldn't really be in. They should no. be in a tag team. They could have been. It could have been a a, a fatal four way uh, tag team match. Yeah, which I thought they they thoroughly deserved. As I said, it's your tag titles. It's RVD and Kane versus the two Bellens in shit shirts, Sylvan and Ronnie. It was still a mismatch. No, we're not even started this match. Uh, so the match starts. Uh, oh, oh, let me just interrupt. RVD, I want your opinion on what I said uh, uh, oh. a fair few episodes ago about RVD's so moveset. I think it was. No, but it was something that I was scared. Negative. Something I was scared and very apprehensive coming into doing this journey. Whoa, wait, we were back at the start nearly a year and a half ago. Was that 2002, 3, 4, Dave? Was very different 2018, Dave. Very different. So the things that I used to fall in love with back in the day, I knew there'd be a chance that somebody had pissed me off. Did I ever think that that person would be young Robert Van Damme? My God, how repetitive can you be? Every match, elbow, kick, elbow, punch, kick. kick, punch, elbow. If it's a tag, if it's a tag. Kick, punch, kick, punch, elbow, battered. Monkey Battered, flip. battered, battered, till he gets a monkey flip. Yeah. A monkey flip that will then bring on his chain of events of his um, spinning, sp- spinning kick where he misses and then jumps back and catches again. And then we get, and then we'll get a hot tag. So then he'll finally get away. So usually that spinning heel kick where they'll, like, they'll catch his foot and he'll go to kick and they'll miss and then they'll jump the other way. Very much like what Shelton Benjamin does. But Charlie Benjamin does it where he does a full rotation twice. Yeah. He'll do that, and then he'll make a hot tag. And then you won't see Rob Van Damme for the next 10 minutes. And then you'll see him do his spots. You'll get his split leg moonsault. You'll get his fucking standing moonsault. You'll get his rolling thunder. Then you'll get a five star. And if he's teaming with somebody, you'll get a transitional move to set up his five star. With Kane, that being Kane's chokeslam. Fucking diabolical. And I'm really, I'm starting to fucking despise one of my favourite stars growing up as a kid. Yeah. Favourite stars. Thank you. And it hurts me, it hurts me. It hurts me to say that CJ's right. I know, that's the worst <laughs> thing, isn't it? That's the worst thing. So JR, we get a little bit of JR xenophobia involved as he fucking despises everything that comes out of France. He no longer drinks heavy on water. I thought it was quite bad that the, the crowd were cheering, uh, chanting, we hate Frenchies. JR no longer eats French fries. <laughs> he also dropped that in as well. Or frog's leg. I don't know, he didn't put it in the frog's leg. I don't know, maybe he might be still an advocate for frog's Yeah, well, what, what's more confusing is the fact they're in Newcastle and they're, sh- they're screaming, <laughs> We hate <laughs> French fries. Then, just the fact they're in Newcastle, <laughs> the end. Bell <laughs> <laughs> yeah. ends, they hit a double flapjack onto Kane, but RBD breaks up the pin. Uh, Sylvan, he crotches Van Damme and tosses him, but Kane hits a double choke slam onto the bell ends. RVD finishes running off with a five-star frog splash in just over nine minutes. And still, your Raw Tag Team Champions, Dissension. Is it? That could be the name for a tag team. It's never been Dissension. We all know we've had Dissension, we've never had Dissension. And their gimmick is they're constantly falling out of each other yeah. <laughs> all the time. We then cut backstage. Al fucking Snow, Raw's number one backstage ring announcer, he even tries a little Mick Foley cheap pop right here in Newcastle, England. How are you, pet? Why I, Jordy Shaw, Adam Dett, Cheryl Cole, Paul Gascoigne, Donna Kabams, Raul Moot, Raul Moot, Cats, 
Cat. Cats. 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 Cats is Geordie Shaw's slang for sweets. Oh, is it? Yes. Cats. Cats. How many cats? Get some cats. Sounds like he goes to a drug dealer. Come here, cat. Aye, aye, cat. And he introduces Goldust for a backstage interview. And Goldust is still in his. Brilliant. He says, What can we expect from the unexpected one? And he goes, <laughs> Absolutely brilliant. Um, and we get the usual Goldust. Uh, I'm going to hit him in the dick, 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 uh, and the tally whack, tally, tally whack, 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 tally hole. It's, uh, this is not getting boring. I thought this would get boring and old really quickly. And it's just not. It's fucking outstanding. Tourette's are hilarious. In a word, describe Rico. Flamboyant. Forgettable. Yeah, but he knows he plays a, a gay wrestler, and he, he plays it very well. So up next day is Rico versus Goldust. Those shoulder pads. Where, where, his shoulders shoulders where, where, where does his shoulders end and his shoulder pads start? No one knows. Uh, JR, he says that Goldust makes Boy George seem normal, if he's still around. So I'm going to do my English references, but am I going to Google what I'm saying for research beforehand? Uh, the fans, they amuse themselves with chants of you screwed Brett at the referee Earl Hebner. But it's not imagine, the fans, it's like four fans right next to the microphone. Imagine if you're Earl Hebner, you know, let's, let's, let's think about it, it's 1997. <laughs> it's time to feel sorry for Earl Hebner. Since 1997 he's had to put up with so much That's shit. That's 2003. Every, every member of the crowd always chanting, you screw Brett, do you ever feel for old Earl Hebner? When he goes home, I bet he cries himself to sleep sometimes. I bet he's sick of it. I bet he's sick no, he's, got of a, he's got a foot pillow with Brett's face on. <laughs> I, feel, I feel bad for all hurls, even though he did like knit t-shirts and sell them. Like, I was just going to say, I would feel bad for all hurls if he didn't start ripping off to the being being a thief. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> thief. Yeah, oh, hurl. You still got to love him, don't you? You have. You That's hurl. <laughs> That's a man in That's hurl. My name is hurl. <laughs> um, the, so the fans are kind of really invested in this match, as you can tell. By the fact that they don't pop for any move, any kick. They only pop when fucking Goldust sets up Rico for shot bollocks. It's the only time they pop during the entire match. There's a part where Goldust falls out at the bottom rope and the guy stands up, points at him and laughs. There is, there is. I'll tell you one thing about Rico though, I've always said it. I, I love his kicks. He's got his array of different kicks within his arsenal. Absolutely fucking brilliant. I love his face twister. Yeah? Is that what it's called? I don't know, but I know what you mean. Put his legs around the face yeah. and twists. I think I think if it's not called the face twister, it should be called the face twister. And if he, if he like made a mistake there, he could easily break someone's neck. If, you, if you're looking at how he does that. Well, no, no, definitely, definitely. Um, Jerry Lawler, he starts making jokes about mad cow disease. Uh, but the money line, though, is when they start talking about James Bond. And JR says that he loves pussy galore. JR says that. JR says that. JR says he's fucked it up. He's getting a bit, getting a bit, getting a bit out of line there, JR. It's he's like, ever since, there. I've always said that. Ever since, uh, and it's not, it's obviously not a nice situation to have happened to anybody, but ever since JR's wife died, JR's turned into like this second incarnation of Jerry Lawler. Yeah. When you listen to JR commentating, ever since his wife passed away, it's like, there's no barriers now. They just say, I want tits! <laughs> <laughs> Um, the Max is thirsty. 
Uh, Goldust, he avoids a moonsault and goes for the uh, shattered bollocks. Rico, though, he puts the ref in the way. Uh, Rico then scoops up Goldust and puts his feet on the ropes for two. He charges, though, but Goldust catches him with a power slam for the win in 9 minutes 55. A power slam to win the match. Thoughts? Nine well, minutes, fifty-five seconds it, too long. It was just, a, it was just a filler match. That's all it was. It was just literally that they, they, they it was had a piss break. They were just like, oh, who can come to England? Rico, oh me. Uh, Goldust, <laughs> <laughs> me. Uh, we then get a, uh, we take a break to honour Freddie Blassie. He unfortunately passed away uh, earlier in the week. Without me personally, uh, the wrestling business would be far, far different. Uh, especially me, I grew up. Um, I know we're very different. I grew up in the, the golden era, the, the new gen era, um, where managers were such a pivotal part of a wrestling pro, uh, promote, program, even a wrestling show. Managers, they, they were vital in storylines with managers. There's, like, for me personally, Jimmy Hart and Bobby Heenan, for me, are the two that are up there. Yeah. I don't believe there's a winner. I don't believe there's a one. But if there is a very, 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 very close second, classy Freddie Blassie. And there's always that time that I remember, um, I, th I think we, I bring this up every time I ever speak about Blassie to anybody. Um, it's the invasion storyline. Uh, so you've got WCW that are invading WWE, and we've got what looks like catering. You've got all the mid-card, and I mean, Crash Away, Taka Michinoku, fucking Headbanger Mosh, proper mid-card, yeah. And you've got the, the heads of the mid-card, fucking Bob Holly and John Bradshaw. They're still giving the speech that we need to rise up and we need to make sure that WCW do not destroy the foundation that we built. And then old fucking Ron Simmons wheels in Classy Freddy Blassie in his wheelchair. Who's, who's now, he's, he's bound to a wheelchair, he can't walk, he can't get up. But because of the adrenaline and the passion running through his veins that he fucking despises WCW, he rises out of his fucking wheelchair. He tells the whole roster to stand up, get up! Fight! And then the segment finishes wrong with Fight! 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 Fucking brilliant. Brilliant. And also, which is quite a sad moment, um, obviously we, all, we only saw Blassie a month ago on WTV when he told Divan, get the tables. <laughs> you pants on that geek. <laughs> but yeah, um, and also like I said, we're, we're a different era than what we grew up on, but memories are the classy one. Same as yours, Invasion. That was my, my first uh, time I ever saw Freddie. My memories of Classy Freddie Brassie uh, are really weird. Like, the only ones I can remember of him were like a lot of vigilantes. Vigentes. Vignettes. Every fucking episode. Vignettes. Loads of vignettes. And I just see him in like a rocking chair or with his walking stick. Every WrestleMania. Yeah. Every yeah. WrestleMania opening yeah. would be Classy Freddie Brassie. basketball who Watching. WrestleMania in a rocking chair on some poxy little monitor that's black and white. Yeah, I always always remember him for that and and obviously again WrestleMania, old, the grandest stage of them yeah. all. We'd always be pressing the class for the glassy saying. But whenever he said that you'd always get goosebumps. Mm. Always. Like those sort of goosebumps that you only ever get when like, I don't know those sort of goosebumps that really feel good goosebumps. Mm. You know what I mean? Those sort of goosebumps. Not bad goosebumps, but good ones. Not, not, not those ones where like, you're getting told the fire box and you get really bad goosebumps. I mean, good goosebumps. Like when you... We get it. Yeah, like when you take a sh really good shit and you get... We get it! We get it! You get... You get ooh, tingles. Yeah, yeah. We get it. We get it. Up next, it's time for the highlight reel. 
and possibly, if not possibly, fucking it is the segment of the night. Yeah. See, I, I think it's weird that Fozzie never did a version of JPL's theme song. I always thought that, you know. Was that maybe just because it's. I imagine it's WWE. You, I imagine if you're talent, you can approach Vince and say, Vince, I've got this idea for a theme tune. Yeah, Triple H did that for Game Bowhead. I mean, Cena does his own theme know. song. And they got Saliva to do a theme song for Shogun, didn't they? Oh, they did. They did. And now, to be fair, with Saliva, we've had this conversation many, many moons ago. Like episode 3 or something like that. Saliva for me were always the best uh, yeah, as far artists, as yeah, to, to deliver music for WWE. Absolutely brilliant. Maybe brilliant. Uh, Chris Jericho, as a performer, doesn't want to associate Fozzie with WWE. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. He's well, he, he keeps saying, don't chant Y2J at Fozzie shows. Yeah. But then again, you have Judas playing as his That's it. It's, 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 That's you, can't, you can't have it both ways. Um, so then we'll get on then. It is our next segment. It is the highlight reel. Uh, Jericho, he swaggers his way to the ring singing along to his own theme tune. The fucking Mark. Love his jacket. <laughs> Love his jacket. Um, we've got a bit of red carpet and a couple of bar stools set up, but where's the Jeritron 5000? Come on, it's only a TV screen. I know we have this conversation with CJ about this movable office. Yeah. Well, could we not afford to ship over a TV screen to Newcastle? Or did we not go to Newcastle? How are you, pet? Do you have a TV screen? <laughs> Why are you? I'm going to ask one at locals just to go and nick one from shop. <laughs> <laughs> controversial. <laughs> controversial. No, if you're not in Liverpool, fucking hell. Arena would be nicked if you're not in Liverpool. And Jericho, he comes out and says, Look at all the people here tonight! And every single one of you is a jackass! Fucking love this. Go on. Jericho, that is one thing about these highlight reels. That is playing to the strengths. Jericho's strength is his promo skill. Don't get me wrong, phenomenal wrestler, but his strength is him and the mic. There's very, we've mentioned this before, there's very, very few, especially on Raw, who can hold a good promo. Well, he looks full of himself. This should be good. Look at all the people here tonight! And every single one of you is a jackass. <laughs> <laughs> I think what it is, it's, it's weird because, like, for instance, if you're you're an actor and you're going to act in a movie, you've got you, the producer, the director, and a couple of other people there watching you act on screen. But you've got to go out there. You've got to do that in front of 10, 15, 30, 20,000. Yeah. WrestleMania. Over and, over and over and yeah. over. Well, we went to, we went to the, um, the, the English show a couple yeah. of years ago in Leeds. Yeah. And the Jericho was absolutely over as fuck with the crowd. He was trying his hardest to be a heel. Yeah. Putting everybody on the list. Putting local, like these sports team references, the local references, going all back to Leeds. Would not... The highlight of that night, to be fair, was the, the bollocks of him in the scarf, where the referee took the scarf off him, yeah. and he got the scarf back, and then all that stuff. But he's, he's one of the greatest heels, and like I said on the mic, Jericho, for me, to go back to what I was saying, he's, 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 he's very, very, very few, especially in 2003 on the Raw brand, who can hold a torch to him when it comes to, or the candle to him when it comes to his I don't know if you find this con- controversial or not, but The Rock, back in 2003, yes. The Rock in 2017-16, no. 
Yeah, no, I'd be down. I'd really agree with that. I don't I think. Totally the, agree with I that. think The Rock's lost it. I think he's now gone. You know, because he makes movies all the time. Yeah. He's yeah. so used to that. He's not used to being in front of. Not used to life. Oh yeah, life yeah, in front of a mass crowd. Right. Like, like the reverse fucking Sean O'Hare, where if you stick him in this TV studio where he can do it over and over and over again till he gets it perfect, it will be perfect. Stick him in there with a live mic and he goes. And he mumbles and bumbles his way through everything. Yeah, because people just, it, it, you just freeze. You freeze, you don't know what to say. I mean, us three here, we're thinking, well, you know, I think to myself, I, I wouldn't find that hard. I, I think I'd be able to do it. But when you're there, completely different. No, exactly. Completely totally different. agree, totally agree. Uh, Michael, what one English offensive phrase does Taz not know? Taz. Taz. Wanker. But what one English offensive phrase does Jericho fucking know all about? Tosser. Please. Please, you Newcastle tossers need to shut up and listen to me. Tossers? Oh, so you don't like being called a tosser, huh? And you're not very happy as he's calling you a tosser, are you? <laughs> so Jericho calls the crowd a load of tosses, and he says the crowd are not happy to be called. Well, he says you don't like being called tossers, huh? And then he looks at this guy in the crowd, and he goes, uh, there's a guy here holding the Jericho suck sign, which is, is like, you're just dangling meat into a water, waiting for the fish, because then all you have to do is just give it 30 seconds, and then go, Jericho sucks, Gerald, and you suck, or whatever the fucking way, do you know what I mean? It's just this perfect heel, heel 101 tactic from Jericho. Newcastle, of all the places in the world, doesn't have any class. And then he says he doesn't have any culture. England, England, England. We mentioned the City of Culture Award, which in 2003, Newcastle looked like they were going to take it, but it was taken from their hands. Triple H came in, swooped, sledgehammer shot to the skull, take away the City of Culture Award for them thieving toe rags from Liverpool. <laughs> <laughs> Steal your car and your award. We'll steal your car and your award. Uh, and Jericho says the he's the highlight of the night. Not some loser coach like Bobby Robson. Who? And I think we, we should say, because we've mentioned it over and over again, Jordan is the uh, word to describe somebody from the area of Newcastle. Yeah. Just to put it out, because there are other people who are like, they keep saying, Jordan who? <laughs> Jordan, who is this Jordan you keep talking about? <laughs> Um, obviously, I'm not a Geordie, but Bobby Robson, for me, being a football fan that I am, is iconic, absolutely iconic. Ex-England manager, Newcastle manager, Barcelona manager, iconic England, uh, English manager. Well, they, they missed a trick here at Insurrection. They should have brought out some, like, they could have easily have got Anton Deck on there, or yeah. Alan Shearer, Alan Shearer or there. fucking Paul Gascoigne. Yeah, he was on a Saturday night, so Anton Deck had to do the takeaway. <laughs> Yeah. They could have got any, and they could have got somebody in there, you know. They could have to make it a bit more they relevant. He, on the highlight reel, would who? Have been perfect. Who then? Who's the famous Jordan? The most famous Jordan that you know? Alan Shearer. Alan Shearer. Paul Gascoigne. Alan Shearer. So fucking music plays. Fucking Shearer. Comes out with one arm. No, one arm. Shearer. <laughs> the fuck on the time is all mine, all mine. The fuck on the time is all mine. That's playing in the background. Jericho introduces us to his guest. Who is it? He is the co-presenter of Insurrection. Uh huh. He's my favorite man on the entire Raw roster. He is.
is the co-GM on said Raw. And he is one sexy looking bloke as well. Ladies and gentlemen, your friend and mine, Eric Bischoff! The co-presenter of Interaction, my favourite man on the roster, one sexy looking bloke as well, your friend of mine, Eric Bischoff! I'm back! <laughs> better than ever! Which was fucking brilliant, absolutely brilliant, and this segment, as I said at the start, phenomenal. Um, as Bischoff's music played up, you know, it's because they cut two lasses that are rocking out, and I mean rocking out, I mean New Day level rocking out to Seth Rollins theme tune level rocking out. We cut to the, they went, I'm better than ever. Proper rocking out, absolutely fucking phenomenal. Uh, Bischoff says that there's not a full set of dental work in the entire arena. Fucking gazers are gonna come out. Pets. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then uh, we get a you fat bastard chant. <laughs> Eric Bischoff. Oh no! <laughs> For crying out loud, get a Stairmaster, would you? Wow. I'm begging you. This place is an orthodontist dream. You're calling him a fat bastard? What? Yeah, because he's very fat. Um, <laughs> if we get, they got rid of the mad cow disease, but what about? Fat cow disease! Point <laughs> to a pet in the audience. Sure. And then, glass smash, biggest pop of the night, and not for fish and chips. Hey, 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 I dare you, go home, tell your parents, say, <laughs> well, 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 has business tipped up for what? Wait a minute, this is an uninvited guest. It's a cold general Absolute water pop. As, as me and Christian discussed though, when, when we did the Thursday episode, um, up to the, uh, like a week before, they were still adamant that Austin was not going to be there, Bischoff was not going to be there. So if you're, you've bought tickets to this show and um, you're coming up to Interaction and you don't think Austin's going to be there, and then it pops and poof. Speaking of buying tickets, I found a press release from the Telewest Arena in 2003, advertising Interaction 2003. Now, as we discussed, Christian, in the uh, in the Dirt Sheet episode, mm. the uh, match card changed over and over and over again. Would you like to hear the match card? What the Telewest Arena were telling the YI people, how we are pet folk of Newcastle, what they were going to have was on this the, Saturday was the, evening. Was the main event always going to be Triple H, Kevin Nash? No. No. Was it a tag no. match? Yes. With Shawn Michaels and Ric Flair in there? No. Wow. No. 
to the tag match, to main event of card, and this was on, well this got revised on the 30th of May, so this was before the 30th of May. Uh, the World Wrestling Entertainment presents Insurrection at the Newcastle Telewest Arena, Saturday 7th of June 2003. Main event, Goldberg and Kevin Nash with Shawn Michaels in their corner versus World Heavyweight Champion Triple H and Chris Jericho with Ric Flair in their corner as Eric Bischoff as special guest referee and Stone Cold Steve Austin as outside enforcer. That sounds amazing. I know. That's amazing. <laughs> Intercontinental Championship match. Booker T versus Christian. We knew that one. So we got that one. The Hurricane versus Test. What? We missed out a hurricane. Triple threat match for the women's, tag t- women's title. Trish Stratus, Jazz and Victoria. This will make you rematch. Triple threat match for the Raw tag team titles. RVD and Kane. Dudley Boys. Three minute warning. What the fuck? No felons. Wait, 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 wait. Yes. Hold on. So this was this, this before this was announced before the Bellings and Shirts debut. Wow, this is a long time before then. It's like at least two months before. Rodney Mack with Teddy Long in his corner versus Maven. Ma- Maven? Oh fuck it, I was thinking Raven then for some reason. Goldust versus Rico. You got that. Spy Dudley versus Stephen Richards. And Val Venus versus Lance Storm. That sounds like such a better card. And the tickets. If you want to buy the tickets, you can buy them through this website, even though it says in big bold on the right hand side, sorry, this event has now passed and ticket sales are no longer available. <laughs> Ticket prices starting at £20. Which is not, not bad for the show. So we go £20, £20 £23, £40 and £55 for the front row ticket. It's not bad, but the card, that card, granted we got two matches from that card, from what we actually got presented to us, but I'd take that main event, WCW versus WWE, every day of the week, every day of the week. I think it's double price to win that. Oh, easily, easily. But what did we pay when we went to go and see the lead show, 35 quid ago, somewhat along them lines, it's it's absolutely ridiculous. Um, We get a little bit of a tetard here, let's say, with Bischoff and Austin. Bishop, he looks, he's trying to say talk. He's trying to give his promo. The crowd are interfering. So he goes, I'm the co- Shut up, GM! Shut up! It's absolutely fucking brilliant. This is, I'm the guest on the highlight reel. I was invited by Chris. This is my, you know, I'm getting a little tired of this situation. You can't just show up, start changing matches, doing whatever the hell it is you want to do. I am the co- Shut up, GM! Shut up! It's about time, I think. You start showing me some respect. And then uh, Austin, Jericho is trying to obviously interject because he's the host. Austin goes, you're the host, I'm the host. You're the host, I'm the host. And that goes on for a little bit. And then Austin says, this uh, little sparkly jacket you've got, I quite like it. I went to the old gimmick stand earlier on and I bought one. Jericho goes, oh, thanks, being a fan. He went, no, they ran out of toilet paper. An old fucking 1990s chubby brown joke. <laughs> love it. Absolutely love it. And then Austin goes on about... Chubby Alan. Brown. Chubby Brown. He's from Newcastle. <laughs> Roy Chubby Brown. <laughs> Austin then he goes on about how many beers he had last night. He says he came to Newcastle and he had one pint. What? 
Two pints. What? Three pints. What? Four pints. What? Five pints. What? Six pints. What? Seven pints. What? Eight pints. What? Nine pints. What? He must be pissed. Ten pints. What? Eleven pints. What? Twelve pints. What? Shot of vodka. What? Thirteen pints. What? Forty pints. What? Fifteen pints. What? Sixteen pints. What? Seventeen pints. What? Eighteen pints. What? Ninety pints. What? Twenty pints. night and hell I had one pint, two pints, three pints, four pints, five pints, six pints, seven pints, eight pints, nine pints, ten pints, eleven pints, twelve pints, thirteen pints, fourteen pints, fifteen pints, sixteen pints, seventeen pints, eighteen pints, nineteen pints, twenty pints. Austin must be fucking hanging out his ass. He needs a kebab and he needs a bang from a Geordie slag. It goes to show that. though how much star power that guy's actually got. He can continuously say, count up to 20, yeah. and they will all still sing along with him. He yeah. could have gone to fucking 1,000. That's all, 100%. And then they just kept going walking. 100%. And then uh, Austin, he proceeds to put his hands on Jericho. Jericho jumps away. He's a manly man. Don't touch me, man. I'm a manly man. And then Austin goes... See these brand new Nike tennis shoes? Pointing at his pair of Adidas shoes that he is wearing. He's going to keep, put them up Jericho's arse. Right. Wham, bam, bam, stunner, stunner, beer drink segment over. Good segment. Most entertaining part of the show, in my opinion. He did have the best comeback to, to the watch, hasn't he? Where he says, I changed the match. I changed the match. But there's sign language in it as well. Yeah. <laughs> I changed a match! <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so the segments go. Probably the most entertaining on the show. Uh, Austin, basically, that segment was just him to come out to the audience and say that he's changed the main event. The main event is now a street fight. Great stuff. Another Kevin Nash versus Triple H street fight. Hmm. Hmm. Anyway. <laughs> It'll be over soon. Anyway, Ric Flair is pissed. They go backstage and he's pissed that it's a street fight one week before Hell in the Cell. This is our chance. We're in England. They walk out there, they put you in a match like that. Huh? A street fight in England? Nobody in England knows what a street fight is. Nobody's tough in England. You don't need to be in a match like that. It's bad enough I get a Hell in the Cell match in a week. Now I get a street fight? And between Austin and Bischoff, I don't know which one's worse. Everybody's trying to stack the deck against you. It's not going to happen, man. I'll be in your corner. I'll be there all night long. You're going to take this to a whole new level tonight. Yeah. I didn't come all the way to this crap hole England to lose the title tonight. Take this to a whole new level. We're going to end this tonight. Yeah, and we're going to end Michaels. Yeah. I know next is time for the debut of the next big thing. That is Theodore Long. Along Captain with his little black boy, Rodney Black. And their little white mate, Black Stripper, Black Queenskin. <laughs> As it is, the black that we know, did you know we're black? Going up against, have I said we're black? Against Little Spike, his black brother, and the pyjama wearing big fucking redneck that is, Bubba Dudley. <laughs> This is so wrong. <laughs> so the build-up, so the build-up to this is fuck all. 
So basically, they, 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 what they're doing here is that they're showing you what you're going to get in a couple of weeks at Bad Blood. Because the build-up to Bad Blood is Teddy Long saying, Now nah, then, Devon, come here. Devon, player. <laughs> Have they realised that that brand not black? It's like stars. It's like stars. I dare you. I dare you tell people you're black when you're brown. It's how it started. And then it got to, Devon, I understand you're the brown sh black guy. Why are you always getting the tables? And then we're here now. That's basically it. Now that's the build up. When we record Bad Blood, what I've just said then, I'll replicate word for word because that's the build up. The build up was a week. Like, they have this match here, the interaction, and then they have a week's row where it's the black people shouldn't get tables. And then we have the tag team match at Bad Blood. It's the, uh, come on, I, I get it, because it's the comedy bit, and it's a little bit comedic spot, because we've got Teddy Long in the ring. How fucking amazing would it have been, though, if the bell rang and Teddy Long suddenly turned into Rip Mysterio, <laughs> or a Karamas on Bubba Dudley, do you know, it plunged, almost all plunged onto the outside. I'd love that. That'd be amazing. Um, so the Dudleys, they storm the ring, and they dominate early. Um, they, they work in the spot where they press Spike uh, onto the big pile of fucking bodies. Uh, the Dudleys, they clean house and hit a double flapjack. Uh, the Hills, though, they isolate Spike uh, and they let Teddy have his way with him, which is not as erotic as that ad bit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Heel double team, though, backfires, though, as Rodney Mack clocks Teddy. Spike, he knocks Mack onto the floor and pins long in just over nine minutes. Um, and then the Hills, though, they try to get the drop on the baby faces. And they tried to put him through a table, but it wouldn't be a Dudley's match without some cunt going through a table to end the match slash segment. Good pop and fly from Bubba Ray Dudley. Bubba Ray trying to re-break Christopher Twitch's nose. Oh no, he's gonna break some else now. Long trying to get involved. What's up? Yikes! That's why this kid's a genius. Oh, and that's and Bubba shoving on the whiskey right off into the floor. Damage was done there. Now they're gonna spike. Spike! Oh man! Wow! Right in the sternum of both feet. Spike looking for the cover. Remember Spike about three weeks ago went 4:59, four minutes 59 seconds in a five-minute whiteboard challenge with uh, Rodney Mack. Spike going for the Dudley Dog. Rodney Mack countered the Dudley Dog into a power slam. Oh no, wait a minute. Hey, you got it. Oh, Scott kicked out. Theodore almost got his first ever victory. Do something else. Powerbomb theater. Oh, oh no. Oh no. Rodney Mack is still long. There's a cover. by Rodney Mack and now the whiskey with that steel mass just cold cocked Bubba Dudley and look at Rodney Mack beating little Spike down. Hey, Yvonne, 
You're about to get the table. <laughs> and not the way you want to get it. No, Whiskey never worked at a hardware store. He could barely get the table in the ring. Don't worry, they'll get the job done. Table for two. Oh, the match is over. This is not necessary. This is. Come on, this is good entertainment, Jay. Oh, there's Devon oh, back. Oh, no, look out. Devon. The right hand's on Rodney Mack. The Dudleys have won this match. And the whiskey. Matches go. What well, it's, it's what it is. It's, it's, it's exactly what it said. This is probably the worst episode of Raw we've ever had. Yeah, it really is. And we we try not to be negative, but fuck me. Go back on network and watch Interaction, and then you tell me not to be negative. It's fucking it's bad. Absolutely bad. And speaking of bad, up next, steroids versus steroids, hormones. Versus hormones, testicles versus dump piles. <laughs> it is test versus Scott Steiner. A week before test versus Scott Steiner. Scott Steiner, one on one with test, and Stacy is in a very uncomfortable position between these two kings. As a matter of fact, in the last few weeks of Raw. We have seen this heinous act. Yeah, this is horrible. Look at that test. You know it was intentional. He pulled Stacy Keebler right into harm's way. And laughed about it. There was a smile on his face. Scott Steiner come to the aid of, of Stacy. That distracted test. Booker T got a big victory there. And then all hell verbally broke loose. Okay, so explain to me how you pulled me in front of you. Bischoff would add a little twist. You know what? It's pretty obvious to me, Stacy, that you want to manage Scott Steiner. But Tess is right. You're under contract to test. But I'm a problem solver, so my solution is that Eric Bischoff's bad blood, it is going to be Scott Steiner versus Tess, and the winner. Get the managerial services of Stacy Keebler. Well, uh, that's in bad blood. But what about tonight? I'm Hello, ladies. Jinder Mahal versus Jinder Mahal. Very, very. And fucking A to Z roadmap versus an A to Z roadmap. The veins on the arms of these two boys. Stay at Scott Steiner. He just, he just, it doesn't look normal. Oh. Never looked normal. Uh, yeah, I agree. I want to reckon to Tessa's pants. Very test early 2000s. 2000s. Just cut, cut off above the knee. Yeah. I want to reckon Steiner's gear. So he's got a big 69. Yeah. <laughs> fucking number on his tights. What he wants to do with Stacey? He wants to give her a good old 69. Would you not? 
I'll take more than six and nine, mate. <laughs> fucking ninety-nine. <laughs> so we have a special referee for our next match. Hello, ladies. I'm cool, pal. Um, Stacey Keebler, she's also your guest ring announcer, and she introduces her ex-boyfriend, Test. <laughs> um, let, let's, let's go right, right, right back to the start of this match. Could we just not just like end the recording now so we don't have to talk about it? I don't know if you noticed, but I'm a little bit more quiet than usual, and that's because in the back of my mind I know that we've got to talk about Triple H and Kevin Nash. We have got to talk about Triple H and Kevin Nash, unfortunately. Uh, so the start of the match, uh, Test jumps Steiner as Scott's watching Stacey uh, step through the ropes. Uh, Test chokes Steiner out of the big boat in the corner, and then he goes outside. And it wraps a towel around Stacey Keebler because she's showing too much skin. And she looks hot in that. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing. Did you hear Gene ask of yeah. He's thirsty as fuck. He's thirsty. But what got me is the fact that the, the towel fell off after Tess went back in the ring. So Stacey then went to pick up the towel and wrapped it round her fucking stomach. Oh, well, my boss is spoken. Hang on, I thought you were the manager in this contractual obligation agreement you have. Big, rugged athlete named Tess. Now what? He's worked up a sweat. I'd work up a sweat too if I was looking at towel. Oh, that, he's trying to cover her up? She's showing too much skin? Just so offense, that's for me to see and not you. I don't think she has to wear that towel. Oh, yes. Yeah, maybe not, she's just so intimidated. It's in, it's in the contract. He's verbally assaulted her. He's, maybe she's too intimidated not to wear it. No, you don't understand. Tess still works for her. Stacey still works for Tess. Steiner, he's, uh, he rolls uh, Test up for two. Stay still, she gets on the apron to protest the removal of the turnbuckle pad that Test had just taken away. So Test, he shoves Steiner into her, and then they stop that, oh no, we shouldn't! Turns around, it's a mean big boot. Uh, but that only gets two, and Stacey prevents Test from using the chair though. Test though, he's so distracted that Steiner is able to finish him with, I don't know, flatliner, downward spiral. What would you call it? A fucked up It looked attempt. fucking terrible, whatever it were. Go back what to the DDT slot drop. Go back to the slot drop, son. I'm telling you now. Um, to get the victory in 6 minutes and 48. That top turnbuckle. Oh, that could have been disastrous. Hey! And, oh, man, Tess. Shut Steiner into Stacy. Two Tess. Man, the Steiner get beheaded. Man, look at the walking of Freak Zilla. Boy, that could cost Tess. Or maybe not. It's over. No, it's not. Oh, I think I think Stacy twisted her ankle. I better go down there. She might need a massage. Another near fall. You better stay right here. But she could be in pain. You don't need to be handling that young woman's ankle. I can help her. Well, I think he's hitting motivation now, Test. I don't really care about winning. He cares about maiming Scott Steiner. More bad blood. Now, Venus can't allow this chair to be used, can he? Tess is going to take Steiner's head off. Tess doesn't yeah. really care what he's hearing from the referee. And hey! Oh, Stacy! Stacy on arm! Tess! She's got some guts! Oh my gosh! What grief! What impact! What impact! And what a victory! Holy mackerel! As long as those matches between those sort of guys are short, I don't mind as much as long as they're short. But when you get two big roidy guys and you put them together and you make it a long match, that's when it gets pathetic and shit. 
And that's why I don't look forward to talking about Triple H and Kevin Nash. <laughs> or Triple H and fucking Scott Steiner, to be fair. I do, yeah. or, or Triple H and Kevin Nash again. Yeah. Or Triple H and Scott Steiner again. Yeah. Speaking of Triple H and Kevin Nash, it's time for our main event, how we pick why I run what kind of cook. <laughs> and it is, you're defending, reigning, undisputed, because Bischoff handed him the belt, Raw World Champion, Triple fucking H against Big Sexy. Oh, suck it out. <laughs> Kevin Nash. But coming up next, a street fight made earlier tonight by Stone Cold, Kevin Nash, the 7 foot 300 pounder, to take on his former best friend, Triple H. on the show tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, to the highlight reel, Triple H! you got to be kidding No way. Nash wants to, he wants a game in the ring. Oh my, he's going. These men were one time. I can't believe it. Look Just out. like brothers in Jericho put a cheap shot. A low blow. Look out. No. Oh, God. What a wild chair shot. Not a pedigree. Not a right on that chair. Oh, no. Oh, no, no. Nash throwing out somehow. These men are beginning to defeat the holy hell out of each other. They're shortening their lives and their careers here. Okay, they're fighting out near the street. They're outside. They cannot get... Look out, look out, look out. The driver of that truck just got thrown to the concrete. And look at the world's champion. Get the hell out of here. Congratulations. You got Kevin Nash. June 15th. Bad blood. Hell in a cell. Woo! 
Time for our main event, it is Raw's World Heavyweight title. It is the street fight that nobody fucking asked for and everyone's got. It's Triple H with Ric Flair against Kevin Nash with Shawn Michaels. Uh, Ebner, to begin with, he, um, he gets rid of both uh, Shawn and Flair to keep them out of the match, although he's really powerless to do anything. It's a fucking street fight! Yeah. Does my head in. Rules. Rules in a match that doesn't have rules. Johnny Gargano against Tommaso Ciampa. Unsanctioned match. What we'll do is we'll have a licensed referee, but we won't put him in stripes, we'll put him in a black shirt because it's unsanctioned. A lot of bollocks, that's what that is. An absolute lot of bollocks. Uh, Nash, he takes it to the floor, really does, but Flair, he takes a cheap shot. Uh, Sean, though, he attacks Flair and cro- uh, tosses him into the post, busting Flair open. We are not, and I counted this, we were like one minute. And 35 seconds into yeah, the match. I blinked. Ric Flair has cut himself already. There's no need for it. Exactly! There's no need. There's there's need fucking exactly! Um, the ref, uh, sorry, the ref. Uh, the fans, they don't, don't see millions impressed though, uh, as JR is because he bled. Uh, bombarding Sean and Earl with you screw Brett Chance. Uh, <laughs> Even Nash doing the old double close down the heel spot doesn't get the crowd into it. The crowd are flat. They are dead coming into this. Um, referees, though, they finally run down and they get Flair and Michaels to the back, which someone tells me this won't be the last time we'll be seeing them. Triple H, though, he tries to make things fun by bumping around a little bit, but he's just not as mobile. I, again, I don't know whether this is just it's the England, it's the jet lag, it's what we speak about all the time. This is, I don't know, it's just, I got that vibe straight away from Triple H that... He's not got that. It's like watching Triple H on Raw. Watch Triple H on a pay-per-view, you'll get 100% Triple H, where he's bumping crazy, he's doing his flare flops and all that sort of stuff. Triple H on England, Triple H on Raw, it's Triple H, it's fucking, it's Alan, but it's not quite the Alan that we know. No. No, oh no, it's... Uh, if anything, it's more Tommy. I'd say it's more Dimmock. Maybe. It takes all nipples and no substance. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they're just like... Because it's because they're in England or what have you, maybe they're just a bit conscious about being injured. I don't know. See, the, our thinking though is it because they they think or they know now that fans know that titles don't change hands in England. Mm. So yeah. why do you need to keep the fans guessing? Why do you need you know you need them constant two counts, them constant drumming when you're on edge of your seat? Why do you need that when your audience has already got the mindset that there's only one person that's walking out here as champion? Especially, well, I don't know. Like an MVP title that changed hands in the UK. Yes. See, that's what I don't understand. European Championship, that. Crash Alliad, William Regal. Or Bulldog and Michaels. Bulldog and Michaels. Santino champion. Was that not no, uh, Italy, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah the, um, I know, the, the Shawn Michaels British Bulldog, was that not the final? Oh, no, it wasn't the final so European Bulldog title. Bulldog was, was the first champion. Yeah, well, yeah. So that was, yeah, he changed hands. So yeah, three, that's three. But the Intercontinental title at SummerSlam. Two. Mm-hmm. And last year, what I don't AJ Styles beating Jinder. Yeah, that was a fucking weird one, that one. Bit, yeah. The um, Bad Blood's only a week away, so mm-hmm. I don't understand why they can't just put the title on somebody else for a week. No, but I've said this though, in the Raw and Smackdown, build up to Bad Blood. 
Ric Flair was getting pushed as this, this is my second chance. Like, you kind of saw a lot of face Ric Flair because Shawn Michaels was like, you're my hero. Um, I, I still want you. You're still the best. You need to believe you're the best. And they had the, the World Title match, Ric Flair versus Triple H. And that was the week before. It was the Ric Flair um, and Shawn Michaels versus Triple H, which made Ric Flair turn on Michaels, which started the storyline towards Bad Blood. But I don't understand why they couldn't have this four episodes of Raw and a pay-per-view before Bad Blood, between Judgment Day and Bad Blood. You could have easily put the title on Flair and then took the title back off Flair with some shenanigans before Bad Blood. Yeah. It would have certainly made the storyline and the main event more interesting. Yeah, it just that's what I mean. That you, you said the key word there, mate, interest. There's no interest in the and main I'm event. Not, I'm not interested in this main nobody's event. The, nobody's interested in the main event in Raw. Why do you think they brought Mick Foley back? That's the only reason Mick Foley's been brought into the special guest referee for Hell in the Cell. It's because nobody gives a fuck about main event Kevin Nash. I w- honestly, and uh, I, I, I honestly mean this, 2003 can do one. It's horrible, isn't it? It, it took a long time, hasn't it? Horrible, yeah. It feels like we're on 2003. Can you remember ages ago, some one of our uh, supporters on social media put that this should be a 2003 podcast? I fucking know. Yeah. Like, we've been on this, two, on this 2002, granted we didn't start in June, till June, but it seems to go like that. <laughs> we've been only on June, yeah. we've been stuck in this cunt for fucking ages. Yeah. But there's a lot to talk about. All right, Smackdown's next. Yeah. Yeah. There is vengeances, but we are hitting our one year. Pay-per-view anniversary after Bad Blood. Raw, vengeance. Raw 2003 is the worst time to be a wrestling fan. I'd agree. Totally yeah. Raw agree. 2003. Totally Smackdown is on the up. Yeah. There's only a couple of things that I remember. Just on the up, by the way. Like people remember the Smackdown 6 and all this. Well, that's kind of like... It's there, but it's not quite there. There's still a lot of shit with Smackdown. They've still not... I think once the US title gets brought in, it adds a little bit more stability to that mid-card. I know we spoke about many times where, yeah. personally, I don't feel that the SmackDown's mid-card requires a title. But I think they, they've gone from the using like your, your Matt Hardys, your Cena's <laughs> in the main event, to take them like, the last two pay-per-views, Cena headlined and then opened the show. Now, if they had a mid-card title there, he wouldn't need to be doing this up and down like a prostitute's knickers. Do you know what I mean? He could do. Yeah. He could actually have something to focus his attention on. So I think once that comes, and once um, Charlo comes back from injury, joins, there's a few things, few little mitigating circumstances. I think that, that uh, are still stopping SmackDown from being the SmackDown that we all love and remember. The only exciting thing I can think about Raw, t- Raw 2003, Shane McMahon and Kane. But I don't want to spoil too much. I don't want to spoil it. But that's the only. When he fries his bollocks on ring post. Yeah. Oh, Brilliant. Do you not like how a certain. Vader of terror ends. You're jumping far too ahead. Let's focus, boys. Howie Apet, Y.I., Raul Ward, <laughs> Anton Beck, Paul Gascoigne, Alan Shearer, Lucas Leonard, Roy Chubby Brown, Ma- Roy Chubby Brown, sure, main yeah. event time. So, Kevin Nash, he backdrops Triple H onto the entrance ramp and hits him with a chair, the cunt. Uh, he takes Triple H over to the announce table, but Triple H scurries back to the ring and he goes after Nash's legs, which probably everybody would do. If Kevin Nash was trying to mug you, you would go for the legs. Like his son, what? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kevin Nash, he blocks the figure four and he whips Hunter onto the floor. Hunter then snaps Nash's neck onto the top rope and tries to smash his head with the steps. Uh, but Nash, he uses cat-like fucking quickness to drop toehold Triple H. Uh, Hedda, though, he gets bumped, as he's contractually obligated to do in all Triple so H matches. Why fucking ref up in a street fight? Exactly. Ric Flair runs down with a chair. 
But Nash sees it coming. Hunter grabs the chair, nails Nash as a new ref runs down. One, two, nope. Uh, Hunter, he knocks the out the new ref, uh, because obviously Earl's refereeing this match, you're just a out of here. We've hit that peak Ric Flair. Don't see that in He is covered, head to fucking neck. Top of the crown to neck, he's covered in crimson. Uh, Sean, he then keeps Hunter from using the sledgehammer, but eats a pedigree. Uh, Nash, though, is up. But he hits a jackknife, which is a... To be fair, just, uh, Nash's jackknife goes into the return. One of the better ones, the release proper up at the top. But... This match was only going to end one way. He eats a sledgehammer, eats a pedigree. One, two, three, and still your Raw World Champion after 14 minutes and 57 seconds. <coughs> the game. Allen, Triple H, McMahon... We need a new ref, I'm afraid. Referee is down, the referee is hurt. If you can hear us in the back, we need another referee, and we need him now. Oh my God, the end is near for the heavyweight champion of the world, Triple H. Kevin Nash is set. Kevin, oh, oh, a long ball. That's as illegal as a headlock. Champion! 
has been decimated. Flair's a bloody mess. The champion's a bloody mess. Now Flair getting pounded all the big boot. And Kevin Nash is kicking ass. Uh-oh. Not a power bopper. for Triple H. Oh, a sledgehammer. A sledgehammer. Back to the head of Kevin Nash. A vile. Nash's skull may be cracked. Nash is out. Nash's skull may be cracked from the sledgehammer. Get over there, referee. This night, it's this, this night in Newcastle, but it's not over. This war is not over. There is still life in the body of every participant, and someday soon, maybe even hell yeah, and bad blood. It has to be over once and for all. Oh my God, Triple H somehow, along with Nate. Survived by the skin of his teeth, but how can, in the condition Triple H did, sur how can he survive a hell in a cell? Oh, man. A sledgehammer shot to the head. Look at it. Nash tried to cover up, but he couldn't. My God, the game is still the world's heavyweight champion. But, ladies and gentlemen, for how long? For how long? Thanks for being with us. Good night, everybody. So, I don't, I don't know. It was like an episode of Raw. Everyone suffered from jet lag, maybe. No one puts any effort in. I've suffered from jet lag from fucking yeah. talking about it. It was like a walkthrough of an episode of Raw. It's like a rehearsal for an episode of Raw. Yeah. Like first draft. So then, overall, insurrection. It's been a while since we've dipped our toe into the UK pay-per-view. It's been quite a while, just before Survivor Series, wasn't it? In 2002, the last time. Mm -hmm. um, overall thoughts? Shite. Paul. <laughs> it was bad, wasn't it? It was bad. So, as we always do, Michael, I will come to you first. I want to know your match of the night, your worst match of the night, and if Insurrection, God bless his soul, was a ruthless aggression near a superstar, who would he be? I like the other segment of the night, that counts match at night. It was the sigh. It was the... <sighs> So the highlight, so highlight reel is that doesn't count, but it had a stunner, so it had a move, so yeah. I'll, 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 let it, I'll let it fly. So worst match of the night? Uh, all of them. <laughs> the other two hours and fifteen minutes. Yeah, okay. And if Insurrection was a superstar of the R era, Rico, because I want to forget the fuck about it. <laughs> <laughs> and Mr. Jennings, uh, same question. Best match of the night: Goldust and Rico. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Worst match of Fuck! When have we ever had ever where the best match of the night has been Goldust versus Rico? Worst match of the night. Dick, 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 <laughs> Kicking him in his tally whack, 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 Worst match of night, Kevin Ush, Triple H. What awful fucking pay-per-view. What awful episode this has been. And if it, was, if it was a wrestler, it'd be fucking David Arquette! <laughs> Fucking hell! Alright, for me, best match tonight. I don't, I don't know. Was this such a thing? I'd probably say the tag. Yeah, because I'm an advocate for the Bellends, and fuck you, Jr. I will carry on drinking heavy on water. I will carry on eating French fries. Worst match tonight. It's got to be that main event. <laughs> Anything that involves. Kevin Nash in 2003 is always for me, and I love him. And we spoke about it ages ago, and we even got called out by one of our fans on social media. It's like you hate wrestling. No, I just hate Kevin Nash in 2003. And if Interaction was a superstar of the Rufus Aggression era, it would be... <laughs> Shelton Benjamin's mum. <laughs> <laughs> It was black. <laughs> <laughs> so that has been Insurrection. Our little delve into the UK, and up next, it's time we build towards it. It's time for the pinnacle of the Nash Triple H feud that won't fucking die. As it's time, shall we run through the card? For bad blood. We have to. As we're getting there. No, do we fuck? Michael, where can they find us on social media? At RAA Podcast. All fours. And if you want to find Christian, our bonus material, like episodes of Heat and Velocity, video episodes, mind, where can we find that? www.raerapodcast.com <laughs> So, and goodbye. As always, I've been Dave, this has been... CJ. And that's been... The King. And the guy, still going on with that. Until next time, this has been the RA Era Podcast presents Insurrection 2003. And until bad blood. Peace out, people. Ruthless aggression. What's my life? Time, my rights, my rhymes, my grind, my struggle, hustle, sweat, and my blood too. I'm ready to smell fear. I smell a lot. My competitors flex here. They smoked, I was hot. I want it all. Excess, the sex, much success. Stress up, I want it all. No less. So come on.